Today's sponsor is Headspace. You slept every night of your life, so you should be pretty good at it by now, right? Unfortunately, many of us don't get the quality sleep that we need and could use a little bit of help, and that's where Headspace has got you covered. It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. And while they have meditations devoted to helping you reduce stress and increase your overall sense of well-being, they have an entire library of sleep stories, sleep music, and other sleep sounds that can help you get the quality sleep you desperately need. And for busy lifestyles, they have what's called wind downs. It's meditations and breathing exercises that are as short as three minutes so they can fit into anybody's schedule. I personally use Headspace myself. I've tried out some of the sleep stuff. It actually works. Like to me, it actually makes a difference. So Headspace, it's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews. That's a lot. And over 60 million downloads. Try it today for free and start sleeping soundly. So right now, our listeners get 30% off Headspace's entire library of meditations. Just go to headspace.com slash sleep pod for 30% off your subscription, but only until May 12th. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash sleep pod today. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host, his AOL Instant Messenger screen name was <laughs> Fat Trick Flynn. Pat Flynn. I'm remembering what it was like to hire somebody for the first time. So we're going to go into the DeLorean back to 2008 when I had just started my website at inthelead.com, which later got changed to greenexamacademy.com. This is a website that was built to help people pass an architectural exam. The first business I created it after getting laid off from my architecture job. And I had created a study guide, a written study guide that I published. It was just a PDF file sold online and it did fairly well. And it was all done by me. And I was very proud of that. Proud of the fact that I was able to recover from getting laid off. Proud of the fact that I built the website myself. Proud of the fact that I wrote this study guide myself, that I published it, and that, yes, through a little Q&A, helping myself by asking for help, I was able to get it done. But it, it was built all by myself. All the graphics were done by myself. Even the logo was created by myself. And again, I was very, very proud of that. And so fast forward a couple months, we're now December of 2008. I just filed for my LLC and taking this thing seriously now. And my son was about to be born. So I was quite motivated to see what else I could do to generate additional income. And I decided that in addition to the study guide that I created, that I was gonna create an audio version of the study guide. And I was like, okay, well, I have a microphone. I can do this myself. And I had gone to a friend and I told him that I was gonna be doing this. I said, hey, and this friend was in online business too. And I said, hey, I'm gonna be creating an audiobook." And he said, okay, who are you working with to do that? And I said, what do you mean, who are you working with? I'm gonna be recording it myself. And he said, oh, okay, cool. And I didn't understand why he, number one, asked that question, and number two, why he reacted this way. But I was motivated because I knew that if I had this thing that was providing value, that it was an audio version that I could sell either on its own for people who didn't wanna read my audiobook, for people who you know would wanna go to sleep listening to this information or listen to it in the car or whatever, or I could potentially sell it in combination with my ebook, that it would do really well. So I was quite motivated. So I took my microphone. I had a Logitech gaming headset. I didn't know anything about audio at the time. And I put it on and I remember spending three whole days 
probably four to five hours each day in my parents' house in my old bedroom when I was a kid because I had moved back in with my parents to save money at this time because I had just gotten laid off and recording this thing. And I recorded it. I think it was like, geez, what was it, Ellen? I think it was legit in like Microsoft Sound or Voice Recorder. I don't even remember what the app name was, but it was like the generic app that came with the PC or Windows. And I think it was like an old version of Windows too, like Windows 95 or something. Anyway, this audio recorder, I recorded a separate file for every single chapter. There were about 56 different chapters in this book. It was, again, a study guide for a very difficult exam in the architecture space. And I remember playing it back when I was done. I was quite proud that I had finished it. And then I had listened to it from the beginning. And I was just, I, I, I just fell to the floor. I couldn't believe that I had spent three days recording something that I couldn't even listen to because the quality was so bad. And even though I was just reading from this book, I was just not happy with it at all. I was having random pauses. It just was scratchy. Again, I didn't know what I was doing. I hadn't really involved myself with podcasting other than listening to it at the time. But I did have some audio equipment as a result of wanting to start a show but again, this is, this is just me trying to record a book. Didn't work. And so I felt like I wasted three days. I went back to my friend who was also a part of another group. This was a part of Internet Business Mastery. And I asked them, I said, hey, how do you record an audiobook and make it sound good? Because I tried for the last three days to record my book and it sounded terrible. And I remember in the forums, there was a bunch of LOLs, LMAOs, ROFLs rolling on the floor laughing. And people who responded, I mean, we were all friends and we, we like to joke around with each other, but uh, I wasn't feeling very good. I was like, why are you guys laughing at me? And they basically said, well, you're trying to record this on your own? Are you crazy? You don't even have any audio experience. And I said, I know, but I, I know how to talk. I can read and I have a microphone. And they were like, what kind of microphone do you have? And I said, well, a Logitech gaming headset that I use when I play Quake 2. And they started laughing even more. Well, they eventually opened my eyes up to the world of virtual assistants and getting hired help. In fact, there was a website that they introduced me to called elance.com and that changed everything for me because I found thousands of people offering their services to others who needed it and if only I had known that this was, this was available, I probably would have started there. Now, I did have a little bit of money that was coming in from the business selling these ebooks, and that was good. So I said, okay, well, I'm gonna go on and see what exactly this is gonna cost me. And the cool thing about Elance, which later combined with Odesk to become what is now known as Upwork.com, the cool thing about that website is you put in a job and you have people around the world who will bid, almost like an auction, to work with you. And they'll tell you, you know, I'll, I'll do that job for, you know, $200. Oh, here's another person who's gonna do it for $150. Oh, here's another person that'll do it for 400, but they're more experienced and look at their portfolio, wow. And by the end of two days after putting my job up for a voiceover to read the study guide, I saw 35 different people with price ranging from $200 to $5,000. And I just got really confused. I had no idea what it was gonna be like to choose from any of those. I, I, again, they all had decently sounding audio in their portfolios and again different voices different quality it was just like okay I have no idea where to go so I got some good advice somebody had told me 
do not go with the cheapest prices because those are people who are likely not going to give you the best results. They're just undercutting everybody. They're probably gonna hand you off to somebody who's gonna do it for much cheaper and that's how they make money. So don't do it that way. I said, okay, well, I'm gonna take away anybody who's sort of under the $400 to $500 range based on the averages that I was seeing. I was hoping to pay less than $1,000, so I was looking more toward the bottom end of what I had left over, but then I heard the other thing that somebody once told me, and that said, well, make sure you listen to the portfolios and actually try to reach out to people who have worked with them before because communication with these people are very important. And so I did a couple things. Number one, I reached out to every single person who was left I got rid of the super high-end people because they seemed to be people who were reading more professional books and things like that. I mean, I I needed somebody sort of in the middle. But I reached out to every single person in a direct message on this platform. Again, back then it was called Elance. Now it's basically called Upwork. And again, all these people were voiceovers. And I was gauging how quickly they responded. And my friend said, you know, if people don't respond to you in a day, get rid of them. Those people are likely gonna be people who are probably not gonna be responsive when you work with them, and we don't want to work with them. So that got rid of about half of them, which was really exciting because now I had a pool of maybe you know 15 people left. And then I got to pick and choose. I got to pick and choose based on the voice type that I wanted. I wanted a female voice because it was a little bit easier to listen to for long periods of time, especially for studying. So that got rid of about half of them. And I was left with about eight. And then I started to have communication and conversation with each. And there was a woman named Trish. Voiceoversbytrish.com, I think. Voiceoversbytrish.com, T-R-I-S-H. And I remember just, she sent me a voice message with my name in it. And that had a lot to do with the reason why I chose her. Now, she wasn't the least expensive, but she wasn't the most expensive either. She was at the $2,400 range. And I gotta tell you, she was definitely the best one for the job, but it was a, a little bit higher than, than I was wanting to pay, almost twice, I mean, actually more than twice as much. And I remember specifically going, wow, this is three months worth of rent for something that I could do myself. Maybe if I just get a better microphone, maybe if I just you know practice a little bit more and I kept making these excuses as far as why I should continue to hire nobody and, and do this work on my own. But then I remembered my friends, number one, laughing at me. Not really, that's not what I was remembering. Although I do remember that. But again, all in good fun. But I do remember and I was thinking about what they would say and how much my time was worth. And that's what really did it for me. To consider that I could get quite confidently because of the portfolio and the communication I had with Trish, a really, really decent set of audio files that I could sell. And the fact that I was probably gonna get this done, she told me in about a week and a half based on the workload and that I could work on other things in the meantime and it would just kind of all be delivered one day to me. I was like, okay, I'm gonna pull the trigger and I'm gonna do it. And it was definitely an investment, $2,400, again, for something that I could do or I thought I could do on my own. And something that was, I was comparing in my head, just something of the similar price range, three months worth of rent, that's one quarter of the entire year. But here I was, being a big boy, investing in my own business. A week and a half came by, I got the auto files from her, they sounded amazing. I put them on my website, I uploaded them all to the tools that I was using to deliver all these files and such. You can use tools that are similar today that are much better, like SamCart, honestly, for digital things smartpassiveincome.com slash samcart if you wanna check that out. Easy to create sales pages, easy to deliver files, et cetera. Samcart is what it's called. 
there's many other tools out there, but I'm an advisor to Sam Cart. That is an affiliate link, by the way, smartpassiveincome.com slash Sam Cart. Little plug in there for my guys at Sam Cart. Brian, Scott, love you guys. Anyway, I put it on the website. First day goes by, I make some sales. I make some individual sales. Some people bought the audiobook alone for $29.99. My ebook was also $29.99. But a majority of the people purchased the bundle for $44.99. A major savings, you know, when you really consider it. That's what, $60 total. Now it's $45. So $15 savings if you purchase both of them. And most people, like 80% of people from that day forward, bought the bundle. So your best customers are your existing customers. And I had a small email list of buyers that I uh, sent an email to and gave them all a discount to it as well. So that added to the sales too. So within that first day, within that first day, because I had an email list, because I had this bundle, I made up the cost in one day, in one single day. And every day after, in perpetuity, even to this day, actually, no, not until this day, because I don't sell that product anymore. I, I sell another company's product as an affiliate because I'm no longer in that industry. I no longer keep up with what is new. And I essentially just have affiliate marketing on greenexamacademy.com now. Anyway, that's not the point of the story. Passive income for the win, though, for sure. But also investing in your own business for the win, trusting somebody else, doing a little bit of research up front like I was talking about, to find the right people to do the job. Now, this was not a hire for long-term. This was just a project hire, but it was an amazing way to start the process and to open my eyes up to this world of working with other people. And since then, of course, if you've listened to the previous episode with Jess in episode 473, I highly recommend checking that out as we talk about appreciation for those who work with you and the importance of that and how to show appreciation and whatnot, definitely check that out. Jess has been on the show before. In fact, she was one of my first hires internally when I hired her for like a non-contractual hire. And this was Jess who came on board in episode 115. If you wanna listen to episode 115 back in the day where I hired her mainly for email marketing, or excuse me, not even email marketing. It was just email management. And I was drowning in nearly 10,000 unread emails. And she's then since grown to so many more important roles in the business and is definitely my right-hand gal for a lot of things in the business at Flint Industries. And I can't thank her enough for all the great work that she does. But I wouldn't have been open to that if I didn't, again, have that experience in a small level, in a project level. And yes, it was, you know, you don't have to spend $2,400 to see what it's like to have other people help you. I mean, this was a big job, voiceover, you know, 80 different lessons, et cetera. It was, it was, a, it was a big job for sure but definitely well worth it, definitely well worth it. And when you find the right people and you really start to understand the value that your time is, it starts to make sense. So start small, pick those projects that you probably shouldn't be doing that you know can help move the needle. And again, I was grateful that this project that I help hire Trish for, voiceovers by Trish, she gave me something back that was some intellectual property that, that I could continue to sell. And I sold it for years. In fact, that product, again, remember, $2,400 to create, probably ended up generating over $150,000. And in the world of investment, that's a pretty good return. So all this to say, it's great to relive those first moments. And hopefully this has inspired you to get out of that comfort zone a little bit and to, yes, invest in your business, which is, guess what, also investing in yourself. And when you hire people and you work with them, 
make them feel special too. Make sure to listen to the previous episode with Jess, episode 473. This is episode 474. Appreciate you coming up and listening on our follow-up Fridays. All the valuable feedback about these follow-up episodes on Fridays have been really great. And again, it allows me to just be here with you one-on-one and I could tell you these stories that normally wouldn't come out because I don't want to interrupt the interviews, but they do come to mind. I do take notes during the interviews and, and, and I go, you know what, what would be a fun thing to talk about on Friday for people? So we can go deep and we can tell some stories and we can relate to each other and hopefully I can help you pave some success in your journey too. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Looking forward to seeing you next Wednesday in our next interview and episode. It's a good one, I promise. And it's with one of my mentors and it's gonna be one that you don't wanna miss. So hit subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you so much in advance for all the amazing reviews. Take care. And as always, Team Flynn for the win. Peace out. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income podcast at smartpassiveincome.com. I'm your host, Pat Flynn. Sound design and editing by Paul Gregoris. Our senior producer is Sarah Jane Hess. Our series producer is David Grabowski. And our executive producer is Matt Gartland. The Smart Passive Income Podcast is a production of SPI Media. We'll catch you in the next session. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI. And today... I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point, so I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray, and in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure and it always finds a bright side. I really love it and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.